Chad Prather rose to internet fandom as the man who's unapologetically Southern. Keith Oaks is a published author who failed his way to success. Together, they tackle today's headlines in a way only a Southern Spitfire and a millennial mogul can. Take off your sport coat, grab a beer, and enjoy the conversation. This is Second Shot with Chad Prather and Heath Oaks. Hey everybody, what is going on? What is going on? Chad Prather here along with Heath Oaks. You caught me right in the middle of an email. I was, I'm was i a busy man, Heath. How, how can you do that? I, I don't uh, know how you can actually think about coming in so perfect like you do there and you're <laughs> typing the same. See, Heath Oaks would definitely screw that up. I That's why a, I got you, buddy. I got I'm you making me look good. I'm a multitasker, pal. And uh, producers Kristen and Zach hey. are in the house Hello. looking stunning as always, Zach. Kristen, oh. you're okay too. <laughs> oh, and uh, glad you guys are joining us again for another podcast. Second shot is blowing up, man. Folks are listening to this thing all over the country. It's kind of weird when we get these reports of where people are listening Heck to yeah. it. And I, but it's exciting. I like it because I ex- kind of expected our. We love you all. You know, I kind of figured folks in Teague, Texas, would be listening to us. Yeah. That'd be about the extent of it. And, yeah. and here's the thing. Also, <laughs> think about it. The second shot cast at gmail.com. If you've got ideas or things you would like to hear about, also not just questions for us, but anything you would like to hear about that we're doing on the podcast maybe adding to it or not right. you know send us all your suggestions we'll we'll take the ones we like and the ones we don't we'll throw them away how about that yeah <laughs> exactly you know what you email us we'll use it at our convenience Absolutely. that's really all that matters but you know if you guys have if you're new to the podcast we take uh some headlines maybe not the biggest headlines but some funny ones and some fun ones and some interesting stories and we take some business leadership and serious ones and relationship you know we take some we take principles away from it so we take a second shot at the headline and that's where the name comes from uh and people like Kristen is just a genius didn't you come up with the name i did yeah i'll take the credit Pure yeah. genius. <laughs> there's a there's a, there's a lot of as long as you keep a woman end, on the yeah. staff good stuff comes comes about the thing about that's coming right. into this studio here at rncn is they always have baskets full of candy I chocolate know, candy bars at me and, the whole time. and i just look at it and i just want i don't even i it would never cross my mind to eat a kit kat but now i want to eat all 17 of those <laughs> sitting there in that glass bowl. I go act like I got to go to the bathroom just so I can pass the other bowl and grab a handful on my way out. Did you? Have you lost weight? Nah. Me either. So uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's move on to a... Uh... <laughs> All right. Hey, this one right here um, kind of really got me a little riled up, Yeah. as these Texans would say. Uh, man hospitalized after he was mm. attacked by group he offered to pay for their meals. Um, so the man... Uh, who allegedly was assault, uh, another man entered the restaurant and they heard them asking the guy for some food or something. This guy did. And so yeah, they wanted uh, it for free. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so the guy turned around and was willing to help them out. The other guy wasn't willing to help him. So he said, you know what? I'll help you. I'll buy you some food. And then allegedly they attacked him and he later in the hospital, broken bones, fractured. Yeah, that's, that's more all than kinds allegedly. Of, what? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All kinds of fractured <laughs> stuff. But the interesting thing too is that, um, he they checked his pocket, you know, because they were gonna rob him, obviously. Uh-huh. But he was leaning on the side where his wallet, which he just so happened to have a thousand dollars cash in, and they oh. checked the other pocket, which was nothing, and they took off. So now they're gonna get caught and go to jail more than likely. Yeah. And they were one pocket away from the thousand dollars they went for. Like how you know that's what you get. Karma yeah. is a yeah. Mm. But yeah. why did they attack him if he was willing to pay for the meal? I People are crazy. That makes no People sense. People are yeah. absolutely crazy. So yeah. You, what do you what, what 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 comes to your mind with this? Story? Well, a lot besides of besides obviously wanting yeah. to hurt those people. A, a lot of things come come to mind, uh, you know. And I know a lot of folks will listen to that and they'll say, "Well, no good deed goes unpunished," but I don't believe that's true at all. 
I think that that let's face it, that's a rare circumstance. Yeah. You've helped people. I've helped people. I, I've I helped Zach with his relationship issues that's all the true. time. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so with you know, cats. I like to help people. Yeah. You know, and and so so what does that do? I mean, do you now do you go through life and, and you say, well, I'm just not going to help anybody because this is the way people treat you. Yeah. They just crap on you whenever you try to help them. You know, and so. Is that the right attitude to have? I don't think it is. Yeah, I'm with you. Here, here's what I wanted to kind of really hit on the most is a lot of people, the pessimists of the world, will take this story and go, see, this is why you don't help anybody. This is, you know, and how many times I get from the people that go, um, well, I'm helped so-and-so, and then they screwed me over, and they did mm. me wrong. And you know what? I'm going to screw them because they would screw me. Yes, that's the absolute worst attitude in the world to have because I'm going to tell you, Yes, well, majority of the time, if you stick your hand out to help others, whether it is in business, maybe giving them a little something or helping them with a leg up or, or doing a little more for them or, or, or going out of the way to really get somebody, majority of the time, a lot of people won't <coughs> fully appreciate it. They won't take something really and go right. with it. But let me tell you something. Out of all the 10 people that you reach out to help, if nine of them do you wrong, that one that yeah. takes it and it changes their life forever because you had a hand in it, is absolutely well worth getting screwed over a hundred times for. And the last thing I ever want people to do is take these, and this is a pessimist people, right? Yeah. And stop doing it. Always be willing to help people, because in the end, you're gonna, somebody will take it. And, and out of all the people that, yes, I have been screwed over still, and, and had it now when people ask for things and I give them to things and never yeah. expect anything in return so it doesn't set me up for it. But I'm going to tell you, the handful that have appreciated it fully and changed their lives – Absolutely, I could do it a thousand. I could help yeah. a thousand more people for the rest of my life and get screwed over a thousand times, and those handful make it worth it. It's easy to become jaded. There's no question about mm -hmm. that. Life tends to throw us some interesting curves. I heard something a long, long time ago. A friend of mine said it, and I, it's just stuck with me for years. A cynic is a passionate person that's tired of being disappointed. I like that. Say it, it again. It, it, Say a, it again. Cynic, yeah. a cynic is a passionate person that's tired of being disappointed. So we all have our passions about mm -hmm. certain things. We've talked about it in other episodes where you keep pushing after a dream or a passion, a desire you have, and you keep failing or stepping on a landmine or just disappointment. And after a while, you, you just get so disappointed that you become cynical to the point where you say, you know, I, it, it can't happen. Yep. Maybe it happens for some, but it doesn't happen for me. And it's absolutely not going to happen with that attitude. Exactly. And so you just give up. It's like, yeah, I want it, but it's not for me. That's for other people. Um, I, I can't have success. I can't um, be wealthy. I can't have good, you know, positive things happen in my life because no matter where I turn, it's going to go wrong. So you become cynical. And, and, and I always tell them, too, that I always think, think about what the best and worst case scenario is. You go through life. Never helping anybody yeah. because everybody's going to do you wrong. You're probably a miserable human being. Yeah. Okay? And so you can sit there and go, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to stand here and, and all of these uh, never going to help anybody. I'm going to be on Miss Pris and, and be mad and do all these things. Or you go out and help those people and you do those things and then that one person comes around. I always go. And also thinking about it is when you go to uh, you're not going to do something for this one person because you go, <clears throat> well, I'm not going to do the right thing because I know they wouldn't do it for me. Somebody yeah. you know. And I go, what's the best and worst case scenario? You screw them over too, and then you're in the same spot, or you do them right, and they screw you over, okay? <laughs> what works the best? You doing right is still standing above it all, and I can guarantee you at some point or another it's going to work out for you. My favorite quote at the bottom of my email, 
and it took a long time of, of really repeating this and really believing this quote um, and, and harnessing it to for it to become more of a natural thing because it's not like it was super easy in the beginning for me. And I talk about it a lot in my book is the Zig Ziglar quote, you can have everything you want in life if you help enough other people get what they want. Yeah. And when you step out on a limb that first time, and not all the time when you do that, will it always repay you at that very moment? But if you continue to believe in the good in humanity and the good in others and go, understand if you do somebody wrong because you think they do the same to you, you're on their level. Right. You're not a good person. Realize this. Yeah. You're not something different. Being different is doing the unexpected, doing what's right. No matter if you know for sure they're going to do you wrong, do what's right. I can promise you in the end, the karma comes back that's really good. God will always <laughs> reward it. Just ask O.J. Simpson. I didn't say that, did I? No. Oh. Did I say that? Did that's I just that because you got done watching the O.J. I just watched the O.J. series. So, yeah, yeah it's kind of, yeah, it's an, that's an interesting deal. And even when it's tough, you know, you've been there, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, I've been it's there. tough sometimes to bite it and, and do what's right. But, but I can tell you this, you're going to always sleep better doing what's right. I try to find, and I know we got to get out of this segment, but I, I try to find that there, that the things that are communicable. For instance, smiles are communicable. Yep. Give one to a stranger. Tend, tendency is they'll give one back. Yep. Uh, laughing is communicable. Joy. Uh, there are things, the pay it forward concept. All of those things, they're communicable. So, you know what? Go out there and keep That's doing this thing. such another big Chad Prather communicable. word. That's so hard to say. See, I couldn't even say that. Exactly. Uh, well, anyway, all right. We're going to come back to the second segment. This has been a good one. Wow, what a story. There are so many things I could say about that group of Oh, I know. Boys. Me too. The God things I'd want to do to them. Hey, give it all away, but always be packing. Hey, <laughs> we're going to be right back for Heath Oaks, Chad Prather, Second Shot. We'll see you in a minute. He likes cowboy hats and boots. And he's a suit and tie kind of guy. Chad Prather and Heath Oaks host more of Second Shot coming up on RNCN. So if you're looking for a nice, quick, easy, inspiring read, go to Amazon.com and pick up a copy of Ignorance on Fire, A Journey of Failing Your Way to Success, written by none other than myself, Heath Oaks. It's a nice, fun 150 pages. You can read it in a couple hours, kind of tell you a journey that, that where I failed a lot and give you some tips of things that I thought that helped me along the way. So Ignorance on Fire, A Journey of Failing Your Way to Success at Amazon.com. And look me up at uh, Ignorance on Fire on Facebook, Instagram at Heath Oaks on Twitter, and uh, go pick up a copy and write a review only if you like it. Ready, aim, fire. Second Shot is back for another round on the Real News Communications Network. What year were you born in, Heath? 1987. Baby face. I know. Zach? 92. <laughs> I, know, I, I was a, I was one year out of high school uh, when you were born, Kristen. Eighty six. Eighty six. Oh, we're same age. Mm-hmm. You're 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 an old one. You're an old soul, huh? Yeah. So you're thirty one, thirty thirty one. Thirty. Yeah, you'd be thirty one this year. Mm-hmm. I can do math. That's awesome. <laughs> well, I'm old. I'm old. I yes, was, you are. I mean, you know. This is given. I'm a. I'm not a whippersnapper. But by God, I get around good. Yeah, you do. You get a, you get around good for being an old one. <laughs> 1972, baby. 1972. Your childhood heart. I am uh, when I yeah some yeah anyway. We'll get off of this topic. I don't know how I got into that thing. I, I don't, don't either. Just, Where did that come from? I just sitting you're here never supposed I, to ask a lady. Her I know that's what here. I was about to say. He's done a couple bad things today. Like you, you yeah. don't ever even talk to a woman that's pregnant. pregnant. Basically. Don't ever talk to her. You don't even look at. <laughs> so what? So what you weigh in right now, Kristen? Don't, don't yeah. talk to her. Like, don't look. Like I've learned, you don't even talk to pregnant women. How's that scale tipping for you? Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. yeah that that will get it to where Chad will be dead, no. and and nobody will ever see him again. I have a video on YouTube about things guys should never do, and it's just fast clips of you know just things that are just bad for men. 
Uh, so anyway, cheap, cheap <laughs> little plug. I thought, plug. That, I thought, that, I thought yeah. that was hilarious. By the yeah. way, I saw that. That was that was uh, good. But I've I've had my foot in my mouth so many times. Hey, speaking of which, here's great. So we just came off of a story on some bad people yeah. in humanity. Here's another one to kind of follow it up to let's brighten it up some. The McDonald's employee jumps through drive-through window to rescue unconscious police officer uh, through the drive-through. Supposedly. In Doral, Florida, uh, this police officer was coming. He was uh, she was off uh, duty, coming through the Miami. I mean, coming through the McDonald's drive-through, and the person at the window noticed that she was holding her mouth, grasping kind of for air. She had her kids in the back, and and he was kind of looking at her, kind of odd because something's up. And she was uh, trying to make an order, I guess, or having a medical condition. Maybe she was diabetic or something. And then all of a sudden, she went out cold, and the car started rolling. Um, oh, wow. and, and the kids are in the back. I mean, she had a uh, – the kids' ages – I mean, they were like a teenager and like seven years old or so. And so the, the guy just barrels out of the McDonald's drive-thru window. I saw the video. He oh, that not, a video? Bolted. He bolted. He just jumped out really? like – like Air off. Jordan. It yeah. was crazy. I, I, was, Whoa. I, yeah. I couldn't even fit through a drive through window. I don't understand <laughs> how his reflexes were so fast. Yes. I mean, it was immediate. Yes. He was like jumped into Superman mode. Huh. He probably Ooh. had been anticipating that moment for the whole 18 months he's been an employee <laughs> yeah. at McDonald's. Like, what would happen like, I if something have, goes on? Could I come out of this window? He's had and to practice that move before. He got his chance because <laughs> yeah. he did. He came out pretty fast. But I never, I, I'm glad you told me that story because I, I didn't know exactly. Exactly what had happened to the police officer, but apparently she was having a little episode. Yeah, some kind of a deal and, yeah. and some kind of like a medical uh, issue, and like so an he epileptic barreled, type sort yeah. of thing, maybe. And he barreled out, got stopped the car, and was hollering. And there was a paramedic there that come out. That was actually off duty too. That and they got the lady out. They they kept her alive, and she's alive and well, and yeah. and, and all those things. And um, I mean, watching the video, if y'all, if I'm sure if you Googled that McDonald's employee jumping out of the window or something on YouTube, oh, you'll see fine, this young yeah. man that. Uh, kudos to you, young man, for for paying attention, jumping yeah. out, and, and doing something to help it versus uh, laying back. And, and so, in an antithesis to the story we had before, where where here's a guy who offers something, and these guys they beat him up for it mm-hmm. uh, and and try to rob him. Now here's here's a good Samaritan who basically sees a, a stranger going through a situation, and he, in all intents and purposes, risks his life, jumps mm-hmm. out there, stops a moving car, and all of these things, and saves the day, so to speak. Yep. What do you take away from that? You know, one of the things that I thought was interesting was, number one, uh, kind of backing up on our last story is believe in good, yeah. and good will come your way and happen, you know? Don't don't harp on those story of those right. bad people and all that, always believe in good. But then, you know, one of the things I thought was interesting, too, is that, you know, and, and especially in today's world where things are so, um, we're distracted by everything, pay attention. You know, right. like, like when you talk about your business or when you talk about life or you talk about opportunity also... You know, a lot of people aren't looking for it, okay? A lot of people aren't paying attention and looking yeah. for things, so um, they, they miss them, you know? You, or you, you don't pay attention. You come home and all deal, and you, you, if you paid attention, sometimes you can figure out your wife had a rough day, and maybe you need to do something to kind of help pick her up, or your kids Boy, pick up you on you your kids. you said a mouthful on that one. <laughs> or your kids. You know, I don't yeah. have kids yet. I got one on the way, but I can only imagine that there's times that kids go through things, and if you would just pay attention yeah. to really pick up on those things to help somebody else out could be huge, and... And in life, and your business opportunities come your way. I love it when people, um, you know, the funny thing is that the people I had telling me to get a real job whenever I was selling door-to-door and I was broke are the same people that are now telling, telling me that I'm lucky. 
You know, it's like it's so funny it, it, how that, <laughs> that that I've got all this luck going my way. But yeah. you know what? I pay attention and I try to seize opportunities. Yeah. And if you're not paying attention, if you have your head buried in your phone or something else, and you don't say hi to the person on the elevator, you never know who you're talking to. Um, and then what I like is act, you know, act fast but not in a hurry. Yeah. You know, like that guy. If you watch that video, it was the most smooth selling thing. Yeah. He, I mean, he got out of that. Thing, like it was just perfect model form mm-hmm. and it's like act fast right. but don't be in a hurry so that's something that i take away from it so here's this guy who, who does this deal and it was it just it just gracefully done yeah he just and i joke about it like maybe this guy had practiced this but no here, here's what i've tried to train myself to do over the years act don't necessarily react yep. don't and when you do don't do it in a panic yeah because panic will make you create a bigger chaotic situation than if you just deliberately and i love that word if you deliberately act on a situation so a lot of times people they they see something that's unexpected maybe it's a financial deal that comes their way that that's unexpected it's an expense maybe it's a bill maybe it's a fine some kind of deal maybe the irs decided you didn't pay them enough in 2013 yeah and now you you go into panic mode take a deep breath relax it's not going to kill you it's not going to destroy your life. Okay, let's figure out how we're going to behave in this situation. And let's take it to an extreme situation. Let's say, let's say all of a sudden, you know, you, you're in the subway and all of a sudden, uh, you know, some violent thing happens. And it, unfortunately, that's the world we live in these yep. days. Do you panic? Do you go crazy and, and run into the path of, of the violence? Or do you deliberately figure out a way, okay, where is the exit? What is my next step? Who do I need to protect? Who do I take with me? There is a mindset to all of those situations. Some of them are everyday. Some of them are extreme. But I truly believe that you got to train yourself to act deliberately in that situation. That's exactly what that guy did. Well, and here, here's the thing, too, is I, I'm kind of a brain science nerd. I love brain science stuff yep. about the psychology with success and your right. habits. And so your, your prefrontal cortex is, is the front part of your brain. It's the smallest part of your brain, okay? Mm-hmm. This part of your brain is your learner brain. Yeah. This is the part of the brain that learns everything new you have. Mm-hmm. The largest part of your brain they call the elephant. That is your habitual part of your brain. So that's why it's always harder to break habits or get into them. Well, they need to cut part uh, of that out yeah. of me. <laughs> because literally it is the prefrontal cortex, the learning brain is the smallest part. Your elephant, your habit brain is the biggest. What's interesting is every time you get upset, you get mad or anything, the prefrontal cortex shuts off. Mm-hmm. So if you've ever been in arguments or been in those, any of those things, <laughs> when you get mad, you can't learn. And, and when you get that self-awareness stuff. and understand, it shuts down when you get mad. That sometimes you don't need to be mad. And I always tell – but it's also too in business. Say you're talking to somebody. You find – maybe you've been trying to get in front of that decision maker forever and you see them like in the elevator. Don't freak out. I'm going, oh, my God, I've been trying to meet you. Know, calm down. Say hello. Think yeah. about it. I had a mentor tell me about people reaching out to want to hire you or any of that go he said always listen to all opportunities but it doesn't mean you take them all there you go hey what if i could tell you that in the third segment we're going to tell you something that is absolutely going to change your life is that going to happen i don't know but you got to stick around to find out we'll be right back heath oaks and chad prather second shot Now that's what I call ignorance on fire. More of Second Shot with Chad and Heath still to come. 
That right there is the sound of my power bill. It went from $300 a month down to $100 a month. I know it sounds too good to be true, but the people that made it happen is a company out of Houston, and they're only available in Texas right now. It's called Energy Ogre. That's energyogre.com, and you use promo code WATCHCHAD. You sign up with them, $10 a month, and they're going to save you 50% to 60% on your power bill, and it only costs you 10 bucks a month if they can't save you money. They won't take your $10. So go to energyogre.com, use promo code WATCHCHAD, sign up today. Kick off your boots or suit up. The choice is yours. Welcome back to Second Shot with Chad and Heath on RNCM. Hey everybody, as promised, we are back in the third segment of Second Shot. We typically just talk about useless fodder, and we answer some important questions from fan mail. And what do we got? We'd love to have some more from you, by the way, guys. Secondshotcast at gmail. Send in your questions, and we'll always take them on the air. And these guys love to answer them. It's true. And so we've got a new one. Uh, This listener wanted to know, Chad, if you have your own horse, because she noticed that you ride quite a bit. Yeah, I... uh I currently do not have a horse. I currently do not have a horse. I have access to horses. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have this philosophy of do not have a hobby that eats. Uh, if you are actively using your horse for any intents and purposes, uh, then yes. But right now, I just don't have a use for a horse. I did compete this past weekend, though, and, and still got it. Came in fourth place in this competition <laughs> up in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, with a team sorting event, so you know I had to go up there, and it's funny because they're out there all like, "Oh, you're just a TV guy, right? You're just a TV guy." And you know, I went in there, whooped that ass. What I yeah, did. yeah, that's what I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about. That's well, how we roll, baby. Let me show you what TV. Tell me what second you. shots all about. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Heath? Any pets? I have a Charlie, a little dog. He's uh, awesome, Aww. the most awesome thing. He little white fluffy dog, and I don't care what anybody says or thinks about me. I carry him anywhere, and if you touch he's him, I'll dog. kill you. <laughs> He'll ride all up in it. Charlie's a Mac Daddy. Oh yeah, he's a pimp. Yeah, and he's a pimp. Hey, what? Wh- how old were you when you got on your first horse? Oh, two years old, maybe. Yeah. Oh wow. Well. I mean, maybe younger. I don't know. But I we I grew up on horses too. My uncle and them had a lot of. We used to. Um, I, I hog tied my first hog when I was about eight years old. And we did, um, my uncle was big in hog hunting with um, dogs, and we had horses. That's what we did, baby. So we'd go out in the woods, and you let your hog dogs go. We all on horses, and you track through the woods, follow the dogs. They tree a hog, and you hog get Hog hunting on horses? Oh, yeah. Oh, That's and, something I haven't and seen follow, before. You follow, right, you follow yeah. your dogs, <laughs> so you listen to the dogs barking. Yeah. And when they're chopping, they're on the trail. When they're howling, they got them pinned up, and you get in there, and you get in there and grab the feet, flip it over, slit the neck yeah. of the hog, and drag it back wow. by the horse. And Ooh. So I did a lot of horse riding in, in those early years with hog hunting. I'm a, I'm a horse guy. I grew up on horses and, and still am on horses a lot. I, uh, I love horses. And a lot of people see the stuff that I do, and they're like, oh, well, he doesn't know anything about this or that. You know, he just wears a cowboy hat. Yeah. I, Try I, me. I might shock you a little well, bit on some things. I'd really shock some people with my suits and all, considering I've been yeah. hog hunting where I grew up and people have an right. idea of that. But mm-hmm. I, I still prefer things with engines. I had a guy the other day who challenged me. He said, well, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll put a boy a little cu- – I'll put together a little country boy challenge, and you bring your buddies out there and see if y'all can pass our challenge. And I said, here's what I'll do for you. I'll put together a little success and entrepreneurship <laughs> challenge, and let's, I guarantee you I'll pass yours. Let's see if you can do mine, exactly. brother. Yes. I like it. That's what I'm talking about. 
Jack Leg. Let me show you how to make and keep money. Yeah, exactly. Be successful. Bob, I'm gonna show you this boy with how we do it <laughs> yeah. on her. If you want me to gut a deer, I can. But if I want to, if you want to sort out a 401k, why don't you come talk yeah, to me, exactly. brother? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Because we could do that if we had to. What's your favorite city in America? Besides, okay, we're Dallas, Fort Worth. We know we love it. But what's your favorite city in America? If you're gonna go visit and hang out, what are you gonna do a weekend? Ah, uh, that a tough one. That is a tough one because I don't. I don't know if I have a. I mean, you, let's say you had a free weekend. It's the spring, and, and this weekend you could take off. You could take three, four days, and you just want to jump on a plane and go somewhere. Where would you go? Mm. There's a lot of different reasons of things I would go to different areas. Yeah. I'm, I don't guess I'm really much in love with um, – I, I would love – I love the hill country in, oh, yeah. in central Texas around uh, Austin and stuff because I love the, the, the Lake Travis. Uh, it's incredible. You know, I love Idaho where my wife's from. I mean, it's yeah. just beautiful. So I, I, I would want to be somewhere – where I can get on water, probably, yeah. and relax and be out a little remote, wherever it is, want to be remote. So I'd love, I'd probably get a cabin out in the hill country that's close to a lake where we can get on a boat and ride around that weekend. Um, or, you know, in the mountains, maybe. Yeah. You know, type thing. Something remote. Yeah, I like what that. What about you? Me, I don't know. I kind of like to be in the middle of things. Uh, I, I would probably head out to San Diego, hang out with my friends Steven and Jocelyn. They just got married. And uh, they're honeymooning out there. And they got this incredible place out there right across the street from the lagoon. I mean, yeah. a gorgeous house. And, and so uh, I love San Diego. Go out there and get in the gas lamp district out there and drink some good stuff, eat some good stuff, and hang out. I don't know. I just, yeah, just see, I'd go remote. I'd go remote. No, I'd I go like, absolutely I, remote. I like to go to the stuff. I want to go because we were talking all, at the break, we were talking about restaurants. Like, what your favorite restaurant in the area? Yeah, well, and it's Three Forks restaurant right. because it has a, a long tie that, that, you know, where I grew up, like, if we were ever, if I ever had enough money to go to an Outback Steakhouse, was yeah. like a big, big, big night. And so I had never been to a high-end restaurant. I'd never seen expensive prices or any of that. And a guy was trying to, when I was just got an insurance business, invited me to the Three Forks and, you know, Bentleys and all that. And I roll it up at 19 years old in my F-250, jacked up with rolling black smoke, <laughs> yeah. pulling up to this Three Forks, getting out and had it. And it was the first fine dining experience I'd ever had in my life or even thought was possible. Yeah. And so it has a deeper you tie. You picked the right one. It, ha it has a deeper tie to me. Yeah, that's good. What about you, Zach? Uh, you know, honestly, favorite restaurant, Three Forks as well. Same setup. I, I won some kind of contest last Valentine's, <laughs> took the girlfriend the day after. I had never, I mean, my parents were school teachers. I'd yeah. never really eaten at a, you know, a real nice steakhouse. It, it totally blew me away. Yeah. So the same boat as Heath. Kristen. Three Forks. Yeah, I would say um, Fleming's Prime in Plano. Yeah. The service there is just exceptional. I mean, anytime you go in there, you feel like they're they're just there for you yeah no matter how many people are in the restaurant awesome. those are know? good places yeah. now i'm hungry mm. now i want a steak <laughs> i like fearing i like fearings dean fearing the the chef over there at fearings at the ritz carlton in dallas is a good friend and he makes incredible incredible food he's like one of the original celebrity chefs yeah good stuff three forks i do love Fleming's prime guys good i hadn't thought about that place in a long time so good uh over in fort worth i like the Capitol <laughs> grill in fort worth they the gloria starling and, and chef uh, Derek venatulo over there they do a phenomenal job uh, Texas Blue up in Keller, Texas. My buddy Stephen Rochelle. Uh, but see, I also stuff. love Rib Masters in East Texas. Ribs. Rib I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm. I love the old yeah. hole in the wall joints, and I love the small joints, and the. But Rib Masters, their ribs will make you want to slap your mama. They so. Well, good. you and I, when we went to dinner at Nick and Sam's two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I don't know what it was. Uh, we were with uh, Bill Kersey, who's the CEO of Hard Eight Barbecue. Yep. And I'll tell you what, that's good food. Ooh, it's Hard good Eight food. is great. Yeah. Hard Eight. Hard Eight mm -hmm. is good. Bill was there, and you know, it was funny because at Nick and Sam's. Uh, they had that wagyu beef. The one on the on the menu had it was sixty five dollars an ounce. An ounce. Ooh. Yikes! Not for me. No, nope, I'm out. <laughs> but I'm telling you, and and see, I grew up too. Like my mom's a cook, 
we had a little restaurant in Troop, Texas, where I'm from, called oh, wow. Four Oaks Cafe. Hmm. Little B restaurant, you nice. know. And let me tell you something. Chicken fried steak was, we got the meat in. My dad and mom cut it. They tenderized it. All that was made, the batters made, the homemade pies. My grandma, mm. who was 75 years old, came in every morning and made the pies. The hamburgers was not anything pre-made. Everything was there. You want to talk about food that yeah. was um, hard to, and the thing was is, it, the, the restaurant was phenomenal. I mean, it was so, it, it was very successful too, except for right. we couldn't make any money. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's one of those things. My Just mom eating all well, the food. Well, my mom had, you had to. Ch- my mom had to choose on raising prices or sacrificing food. Yeah. Because where we're from, it's not like you know, you know, you got to keep chicken fried steak at seven dollars. Where when you do it as high quality is is because my mom would not sacrifice food. Yeah. Couldn't make much money, but I'm gonna tell you, you're talking about getting done waiting tables and you throw on, and I throw on that chicken fried steak mm. with some gravy and mashed taters. <laughs> Come on with it. Yeah. I'm getting hungry now, so I've got to go as soon as we're done I want here. Some at the ribs. Studio. I do too. <laughs> some ribs. You know masters. the best. I'll tell you the I, hands down. I will tell you the best ribs in the world. Best ribs in the world. My buddy uh, Billy Woodrich has Billy's Oak Acres Barbecue over on the northwest side of Fort Worth, out in the middle of nowhere. It's a little shack. Hands down, I will put his ribs up against any ribs. Okay, in. see, I'm going. We got to go. Ooh, I'm let's going. Go. I'm you going. Pick a day. We'll go. I'm done. Any <laughs> any barbecue place in the state of Texas. You don't have to do much. To talk me into eating barbecue. <laughs> let's go. What's the name of this place? Billy's Oak Acres Barbecue. And let me tell you why it's Billy's called Oak. that. Because when he rented the place, it already had a sign out front that said Oak Acres. <laughs> so he just called it Billy's <laughs> Oak Acres. It, he didn't bring in his own name. He was like, well, hell, That's there's awesome. already a sign here. Let's I just call it, it That's that. That's <laughs> I love yeah. it. I love it. So, all right, we're hungry. That means we're going to get out of here. I'm so appreciative of you guys listening to Second Shot. Where can we find you? Ignorance on Fire, basically anywhere. And he talks on Twitter. Send us an email with some questions on uh, at secondshotcast at gmail.com. Leave us a rating and review only. Only if you like it. <laughs> Tell your friends to subscribe to Second Shot. Catch me on a show somewhere on the road. We're all over the country making people laugh. Go to watchchad.com. Check out the calendar. You'll see the shows coming up. Thanks for listening. For Heath Oaks, Zach, Kristen in the studio, I'm Chad Prather. You've been listening to Second Shot.